Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th. And it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Robots Radio presents... to the cyberpunk lorecast where style is just as important as substance welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore news and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds i'm your host robots and captain logan welcome to the cyberpunk lorecast friends hey guys we're back. We're back here talking about some more lore. We've got another lore episode for you. And just last minute, got this really cool news article that came out like seven hours ago about some uh, leaks about what some of the potentially free DLC stuff is that's coming out soon. So we're going to dig into that at the beginning of the show and then get into a discussion about Mr. Blue Eyes, who Captain Logan, I think, might be the uh, most mysterious man in Cyberpunk 2077. What do you think? I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, I have, I have, yeah, I don't know if we can, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> I will agree at the base level, but I have some, I have some questions that I want to pose you to see if uh, maybe my theories and some of the theories of others is, is accurate. Can we really call him Mr. Blue Eyes? Well, he does have blue eyes. True. So yes, so <laughs> the answer to question, yes, we can call him that. Um, but welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Tom or Robots. This is, of course, Captain Logan. I'm glad you guys are still here hanging out with us, talking about some cyberpunk stuff. We are desperately waiting for some new news about like, hey, we're coming out with this update for the new consoles or we're coming out with this DLC pack or something, but we're still just kind of hanging on there waiting for stuff. So as soon as we find out officially anything about that, we will be your source for that information. But for right now, you know what? We got Paul Tassie from Forbes to thank again for another wonderful article filling us in on some of the details that have potentially been leaked for Cyberpunk 2077. There's an article up that just went up seven hours ago, like I mentioned, called a list of likely Cyberpunk 2077 free DLC has leaked. And the article here says a cyber sleuth has found another list of potential free DLC names buried in the data of Cyberpunk 2077. According to Saint Pirate on Reddit, this is what they found when digging around in the game's files. Different than the list that was supposedly from the Epic Game Store a while back, one that was denied by CDPR as being the names of free DLC back then. This list, the names are a bit more cryptic, though some have obvious implications. Here's the new list. It contains 17 items, and for reference, The Witcher 3's free DLC had 16 items, so it seems like a good similar quantity of stuff. And the best translations that he can come up with equal these things, and we're just going to read through the different potential meanings of these. So, number one, DLC1 underscore SWP. Potentially, this means Possible Smart Weapons Pack. SWP. What do you think, Logan? That's it's a weird one because I don't I mean, like what packs do we have in the games unless it's like a, a whole new subset of guns, which I could totally imagine. Like if it's a new yeah. group of 
weapons that are all smart weapons then yeah i could see i could see that making sense and yeah, it's like, like a pack of what if it's like types. a dozen of new new weapons and maybe some other legendaries that show up in the game in different places that you could go find yeah yeah it's it's so hard to try and figure out what that would mean mm-hmm. for sure or but yeah maybe it means superficial winner popsicles probably not that one yeah I did. Uh, smelly switching. wimpy <laughs> i'm trying to think of like puppies uh, maybe it's just a, uh, uh, the ability to swap to different locations maybe it's new uh oh, no i, I don't guess know. you're for swap I, yeah mm-hmm. like swappable uh cosmetics like maybe you can actually swap hair and different augments and stuff summer winter plows for i don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) smart weapons pack is probably the best option that i can go up with if you have if 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 any of you guys have a better translation for what these might possibly be then then please please let us know all right the second one (laughs) stands for sweep new janitor for (laughs) dlc yeah thank you thank you toasty that sounds perfect um number two we have dlc2 underscore j poses so likely additional poses for photo mode but i don't quite understand the j you That's, think like yeah. if it was photo mode poses, why wouldn't it be P or PH poses or something like that? PM poses. Ah, oh, that's tough. Yeah. Like, uh, well, the J might be, uh, representative of like a character type. Like they might have like certain characters that, uh, no. Or yeah, JPEG think- maybe cause you, in photo mode, you save everything to JPEGs, JPEG poses. Yeah. I don't know. Jumping J. poses. Everything is all like in the middle of the no, air. I do. That would make sense. Yeah. Jumping poses and, and in photo mode, like having more of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. Okay. Number ah, three. I don't know what else. Yeah. We got, we got a bunch to go through and we, we I want to yeah, yeah. definitely get to the lore. Number three is uh, DLC three underscore Cabo one. So it's K a B zero one. I believe yeah. that's a zero. And it, the, here it says likely Kabuki market gig. Yeah. I could see that. What like, about Kabuki I, I, masks? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that what this is is that we're actually looking at a list of new quests that are going to open up in these different areas. Yeah, uh, that would be nice for those. Right. So DLC four underscore courts is the next one. Possible new cars. The courts is an existing car. Yeah, I could see that making making more variations on the different cars that we have in game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh dlc5 jackets so this one's probably the most clear like yeah. a whole no- another you know possibility list of fashion updates specifically for jackets that could make sense uh possible uh, dlc6 underscore apart which sounds like apartment yeah so customizations I, 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 for your apartment one of the problems with this is we just don't know like how this is going to work. Like if we had other, uh, other parts of the game to compare and contrast, like mirror is one thing. So is like mirror associated with other features that are in the game that have to do with the mirror for like DLC eight. Cause right. it, I mean, it just says mirror. The, the, the hint is that it's uh, additional poses for the mirror, which is nice, or, you know, might just be a, a new types of mirror, actually putting mirrors in the game. Uh, it may be, of- yeah, because they have the ability to do the RTX lighting stuff. And so what if there was an update in the game? What if, what if they made the models look correct so that they could actually have the mirrors reflect light? And yeah. you would look natural in mirrors and reflective surfaces. Like, what if that's an RTX update? It would be great to to have them, even if it's just like screen space reflections, you know, like it's so weird that mirrors aren't reflective unless you actually go into like a mirror mode for them. Because yeah. I don't know what they use in that case to, to get the mirrors to work when you actually interact with them. But they probably swap out your model so that your model looks correct in the mirror. Oh, that's true. Good it's, point. It probably, yeah. has, probably it does like a model load and then it. Oh, man. Imagine the if they figured out how to actually have models in the game that are actual people as opposed to just weird with the weird Frankenstein's monster that, that we have in game. <laughs> yes, right. That'd be great. <laughs> yep. All right. So maybe apartment customizations for six, seven is PWP. So possibly power weapons pack. That would make sense with the SWP being smart weapons pack. 
So yeah. that leads more credibility to the first one being smart weapons. Uh, the, the eighth one you mentioned is mirror. So maybe that's what we talked about. Number nine, ARR06. So Arroyo gig or maybe, yeah. maybe, I don't know, missions in that area. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that that's probably because each one has like, there's different gigs in different areas. Um, mm-hmm. It could be, you know, number six in the, a quest chain that hasn't been resolved in the game or a quest chain that they're extending onto mm-hmm. uh, instead of just having it be a completely new chain. Uh, this one actually sends you back to go like check something out. I'm trying to remember where, where that district actually is. Cause I'm trying to, I'm having a hard time remembering cause I'm wondering if that has to do with uh, the um, boxing gigs. Maybe in there, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What if, what if the ones that were named after locations were actually updates to those locations to make them feel more, uh, I don't know, livable, like, uh, just fleshed out more. Yeah. Just more general content. Yeah, they really do. I think that is kind of where we're, what, what I think we're hoping for is, is that we're going to actually get, um, new quest chains in those different sections and that each of these has a different designation. That's, that's my hope. But what if there are other things like, um, vendors, people walking around things that like, uh, for example, Arroyo is Arroyo in, where's Arroyo is in Pacifico. Is it it Arroyo location? Cyberpunk. It's always good to, uh, Southeastern, Southeastern night city. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like Pacifico. Um, Pacifica. Uh, so yeah. What if, what if they were just adding more stuff down there? I mean, it could be more quests too, but what if it was also more fleshed out things like buildings, you can go in more of those buildings unlocked with stuff in them, people you can buy stuff from. Could be NPCs, NPCs walking around doing stuff. A number of old, uh, like quest giving NPCs, like, uh, mm-hmm. like there's, there's, um, a new one that is going to be in, uh, Kabuki, but there's going to be six in Arroyo. Yeah. Maybe, 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 uh, it's in Santo Domingo. Okay. Um, number 10, this one's interesting monster. And they say here, not sure. Maybe they're adding a literal boss monster to the map somewhere. I doubt that, or it could be a monster truck you can buy. Maybe, maybe monster truck, maybe like large, uh, truck kind of vehicles with like big wheels and stuff in that, in that leaked video with the bloopers, Mm -hmm. uh, they had the monster truck. So, We know that they tested that it could be something that they're actually putting out out like towards, uh, you know, in the in the the, uh, you know, out where like the Raff and Shiv are or um, the Aldecados. Like if you get a if you could you know do a quest chain that fixes up a, a monster truck, I think that'd be awesome. Right. Then there's uh, number 11, J Look. OK, so we have J poses and now we have J Look. If these were looks and poses for V, wouldn't they be V look? Does this mean Johnny? Does this mean Judy? I definitely, yeah, I think, I think it it pertains to a character. I I would be willing to bet that the character is probably Johnny. Can you customize maybe Johnny's look in the game? And so when he shows up, he has different outfits on or. Mm, I don't know. Can you, or maybe they're just adding Johnny to the photo mode. Like when oh, maybe. you go, yeah. when you go into those, uh, missions, you, you, I, I honestly never thought about doing a photo mode with Johnny. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're adding him to the ability to actually use photo mode with Johnny when you're actually playing as him. I'm sure people would love it. People would use it, you know, <laughs> as much as it doesn't really make sense to be able to catch him in a photo cause he's inside your brain. Um, people would want to do it <laughs> like people well, you can it. do it. toasty says you can do photo mode with john so that would make more sense than more poses uh more variations and looks for him so yeah I, i'd never yeah. thought to, to capture him in a picture either um maybe uh maybe it pertains to post game um like maybe they're adding content to when you actually if you if you let johnny take over you're in V's character, but you're as Johnny. This is stuff that pertains to when you're as Johnny in V and mm. you get like extended story stuff. Maybe, maybe, maybe I feel like that's such a small percentage of people who would get there because, oh, because of all the different variations on endings. Um, 
So we've got just a few more. Number 12, M Finish. They say likely melee finisher animations. Uh, the Witcher 3 also got these added in. And these are always fun. Like uh, Skyrim got them added in, right? Like you've got like a baseball bat and you get the final hit in and it zooms in and you do like a slow motion like pop. Yeah. Hit a guy across the head and he hits the ground. That kind of stuff. So that, that makes the most sense from M Finish to my mind. I can't think of what else M Finish might be. Yeah, so, I like melee. I think if that's if that's where they're going, I could see uh, a lot of people having fun, fun animations that do kind of like, you know, when you've got the mantis blades being able to uh, to like cut off someone's head uh, Baraka style from Mortal Kombat. I think that'd be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah, something other Toasty says uh, something other than decapitation, because that's the only melee finish there is. Yeah. Other, you know, like like with a bat where you're not decapitating their head, but you're like clocking them real good or um you know, like uh, different kinds of decapitations, different kinds of like really, you know, raw stabs or or like a, a samurai dash past them with your katana and then the blood Ooh, goes be cool. and then like like split in half or something, you know, like that kind of like anime stuff that could be really yeah. neat. So number 13 says TWP, possibly tech weapons pack, which makes sense with the others. So I think that the more of these we get, the more it lends credence to those all being weapons packs. Yeah. Then we get yeah, I agree. ARR 12. So maybe this is another Arroyo gig. Yeah. AR, I can't think of what else ARR might mean. And the fact that it shows up as six and 12. That's <sighs> got to mean something. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird that it's like there's there's one that's DLC nine. That's uh, six. And then there's one that's. 14 and it's designated as 12 so yeah it's just, it, it makes me think that there's that those are our designations for quest givers and that it's number mm. six out of certain number uh and and this one and like six takes you up to 12 like that quest chain is like six quests long uh. and then there's another one that's like uh, uh starts at 12 and then 12 will give you the quest lines in different areas that are like uh you know 13 14 or 15 i don't know that could make sense um number 15 and this is probably the most exciting or yeah you know arguably the most exciting ng plus what do you think that yeah. means <laughs> new game plus oh yeah what that sounds I really awesome hope so. yeah it's 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 definitely it's what it's needed it needs a new game plus we need to be able to get back in there and actually do something play the game again. I'll, I'll totally play the game again with all of the things that I have. Just give me the opportunity to respec if I want. That's the big thing. I yeah. want to have all my weapons. I want to have all those levels, but I want to be able to respec as well too. Right. And you know, the hardest thing about playing a new game of this is after you've played the story missions enough times is sitting through like the amount of time it takes to get through all the dialogue and all like the video sequences. Oh. Like after you've seen him three or four times, yeah. it's just like, okay, it's just like, all right, let me check the internet while this thing plays a video that I've seen a dozen times, you know, like, yeah. um, I, I just want to, I want to be able to skip that stuff. Like it's awesome. You, it's you great can. stuff, but some of it, you just like, there are bits and pieces of it that are just like, or like yeah, I, having to go back through the brain dances. Like, that that Okay. So that one was okay. So for, for just a heads up, like I've, I've got two game files that I'm working on right now. One is my nomad, uh, that I'm still working or no, sorry. Uh, she is not the street kid, the corpo. She's the corpo. Uh, I had to go through the brain dances again, Mm -hmm. just recently. That was, that was definitely painful to have to sit there and go through the brain dance all over again. When I already knew what was going on you had to wait for the thing. And that was a pain, but, um, I recently went to try and do, uh, the secret ending with 60% for my Johnny relationship uh-huh. and the meeting uh, with Hanako in the restaurant went, went by like 30 seconds tops. Cause I was just skipping through all the dialogue. I already knew what I was yeah. going to say and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. So if, if you're doing new game plus, you can definitely like, it allows you to skip whole dialogue trees until you get to the point where it's just asking you the question to pick. Uh, so it's, it's not too painful to have to try and go through long dialogue sessions like that, which is nice. So yeah. if, if it's new game plus and, and they keep the settings where you can actually skip the dialogue, it's, it's not bad, yeah. but yeah, let me, let me skip the brain dances. The brain dances do take a while and you have to do exactly the thing to do in order to get through them. It's like walking through a tutorial again. And that part 
that's just never great you know yeah um it's nice to have it there the first time you do it but later on you're like okay i know i, I get it well, the, let me go i would be okay if they did it the way they actually did the the actual combat training because jackie gives you that that disc that relic or not the relic but he gives you a, a card and you can slot it in you can jump in and do the uh the actual um combat stuff yeah or you can totally skip it like have have uh you know have it so that um judy puts the brain dance on you or the brain dance halo on you you sit down the lights flash you you get an option um to to say like uh let's just do this real quick and you dial in t-bug and then it goes to black and you come back and it's like well i think we got all the information we need right and you're like sweet thank awesome. you moving on there's yeah there's like three brain dances in the game i don't need to go through any any of them ever again right right absolutely now the last one we get is bwp which is potentially blunt weapons pack we skipped japantown oh i'm, I'm sorry i'm skip. sorry and japan oh you're right i, I missed that one <laughs> uh we're at 16 uh jpn 06 japantown we also get the 06 like we did with arr so maybe that's there's there's a similarity there more japan so gigs would be cool um what if uh their locations for vehicles or uh locations for like a garage you know and, and it's like there's there's a number of of spots and each each location is like a different designation like arr06 is uh, a fixer and uh arr07 is a quest giver and then arr08 is a merchant and then arr09 is a garage mm -hmm. and they, the points of interest are the literal number of points of interest in the game even though you know if you were to drill into the actual code you'd see exactly what it is but as a top level like parent tree they just listed as a point of interest in Arroyo 06 or 012. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, you know, shortcuts like this happen in code a lot. And if you're part of the team, you understand what they mean. And if you're yeah. not, if you're not, you don't know. So yeah, totally. Um, Tosi, Tosi is just like chatting it up here. Thank you for all the the uh, sharing your thoughts, Tosi, because a lot of this is helpful in trying to think through these possibilities. More brains are better. So if anyone else has thoughts on this and you want to share it on our discord, you know, please let us know. But he says, what if there's what if it means big weapons pack as in like heavy weapons? Mm. That could be a thing. That's that's kind of like what blunt weapon is, though, to me, though. Uh, I mean, what unless... if it's well, but it could be like chain guns and stuff or body weapons pack. Ooh. Meaning yeah. like body augments beyond just, you know, the mantis, mantis blades, blades and the gorilla rocket arms launcher and the rocket yeah. launcher. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be cool. I'd be interested to see where they go with that. Uh, it, it would. Yeah. I could, I could definitely see that. The, the weird thing is, is that they've, we've got heavy, uh, we've got power or it's the power, smart tech. I'm trying to think of what the other weapon types are in the game. There's blunt, um for the, the bats and stuff like that yeah, there's is bladed there weapons one? bladed weapons you can do that um is that does that fall under melee though uh yeah yeah yep okay yeah the, the katana swords the uh, the big chopper swords there's um there's some knives it's been a while since i've looked at that stuff but yeah it, that could be it as well uh but i do like body weapons I want to shoot freaking lasers out of my eyes. And Tosi <laughs> says, give me Wolvers. Yeah, give us some Wolvers. Give, give, let's do a Wolverine playthrough. I should make a Wolverine build. That would be awesome. You heal real fast and it's all melee. That'd be fun. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. All right. Well, that's what we got. I'd love to hear your thoughts on these. Please let me know what you think. And also, I guess the other question is, when are we going to start seeing these showing up? And are they going to drip feed them to us? Excuse me. <laughs> we, Probably. Did you know it's National Ice Cream Day? We just had a ton of ice cream. We, oh, went nice. to, we went to Chipotle, had dinner, and then went to buy the ice cream place. So now I've got like the ice cream belly burps going on. So excuse me. Um, but yeah, like, do you think we're going to get a drip feed of these? Is this going to be one of those things where they're like, hey, guess what? For the next 12 months, no. once a month, you're going to get a new thing that's going to come out. Log back in. Or do you think it's just going to be like, here's a new pack? Yeah. I think they're going to dump everything and then they're going to triage the bugs post and move on to the second DLC. Uh, I, I don't think that they can afford to 
drip feed this content. I think if they want people to play this game, they're going to have to give a, a, a pretty big reason than blunt weapons pack to get people invested in jumping back in, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of makes me feel like the, the, the JPN 06 and stuff. I think that that's that Tassie's probably correct that those are probably gigs and that that's what's going to, cause I mean, what are you going to do if you've already played the game? You've already, I've already done everything I can possibly do in the game. Yeah. I, I need to do something to, to be able to play around with these new weapon packs if that's what those are. And if that's the case, then, you know, the only thing I can do is either run around and kill cops and civilians, which is not very fun mm-hmm. or try and find like the three groups of gang members that I can kill all, you know, without getting harassed about it. So yeah, new, new gigs is definitely uh, a must have. Um, my question is, is if there is a new game plus, do you think any of these weapon packs will be limited to just that? Or do you think that they will be in the normal mode and that new game plus mm. is going to be rewarding players by offering new weapons? No, I don't think they'll gate that stuff. I think it's one of those things that like, Hey, if you haven't bought this, you get all this new stuff. Also, you don't have to play through and beat it once in order to unlock it. Um, yeah. My biggest uh, concern still is that we don't see two things. One, an AI pack, like an up, update to the AI, which mm-hmm. I would love. I would love to have like, yeah, the cops actually chase you or, you know, the gangs get pissed off and they remember who you are. Um, any of that kind of stuff. And then also vehicle upgrade pack. I don't care yeah. so much about new cars, but if I buy a car or own a car, I want to be able to change the paint job or maybe swap out the wheels or whatever. You know, I want to make it my own. And we've talked about this a lot. Part of the fun in cyberpunk is the the fashion of it, right? The style. And my style is a combination of the things I wear, the weapons I use and the vehicle I drive. I want it to all be, yeah, uh, you know, customizable. One of the questions that I have is if we're getting a new game plus, uh, my street kid, for example, right now, can't really earn money as easily as when I was leveling up first time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still haven't bought all of the vehicles. There's still a couple out there that I just haven't gone over and bought yet. I I, am working on getting the, the, the eddies for it. Um, with new game plus, do you think that it will reset all of the vehicles or do you think it'll keep the vehicles in mind? Because I would hate to have to rebuy all the vehicles again, or try and remember what ones I don't have if I've already unlocked them. And if I can just go through and do the quests again, I don't know. I mean, that raises the question of like, do you keep the same weapons and same clothing and just to get to choose or, or get higher levels of, of the same kind of stuff? Oh you, yeah, that's you know? true too. So yeah. any, anything that has a customizability, but which, which leads us to transmogging, why not build out a system where you can still get new weapons, but you can transmog them to look like weapons you already own or new arm, really new clothing that. because it gives you more armor, but you can transmog it. So like, yeah, I still want to look like a badass assassin, but I don't want to have to wear the kimono top with the combat boots and, you know, like, because just because they have the higher stats. What they need to do is they need to take the the aspect of the clothing shop because the clothing shop, I don't, I don't know anyone that's actually gone into a clothing shop to buy gear from there for the stats. Everyone usually yeah. buys it for the, what it looks like. So just lean into what the community is using it for get rid of the stats and they make all of those uh make all of those those outfits just um transmog and allow us to to make it look the way we want to and then have a whole catalog system set up so that if we want to uh if we want to look a certain way we don't have to worry about what our actual gear is and then that way whatever we pick up will just be applied to that cosmetic yeah that'd be nice get like re redo all of the the shopping vendors in there because it's it really doesn't make any sense for those for those vendors like i go in there and i look at see what actually looks good and let me have a preview system too oh yeah i I hate the idea of of buying stuff and wasting money on things only to sell it back at a fraction uh because it just there was no way for me to actually look and see like what my v looks like with that with those clothing sets absolutely i agree I agree. There's a lot of these little quality of life updates that would that would help. And who knows? Maybe these are just the names of the release because that's the big thing in that pack of stuff. But there's other things in there as well. You know, yeah. like maybe these are just like part of a patch that includes 
new items, but then there's also other improvements that go with it. So we won't know until they start dropping, but at least we've got a hint of something that's coming along the way. And that would be awesome to, to find out more. I hope this is I hope yeah. we get more official news about this soon. So. All right. Well, let's go to the middle of the show. Let's talk to our patrons and we will be back in just a second to talk about Mr. Blue Eyes. Hey, Captain Logan, do you know who I have um, romantic dreams about? Uh, whoa. Um, Mr. Blue Eyes? Not Mr. Blue Eyes. Mr. Patreon? No, actually, I don't I don't have romantic <laughs> dreams of, of our patrons, um, okay. but that would be weird and cool at the same time, maybe. No, I have weird romantic dreams about people that I never thought I would have weird romantic dreams about because I take anti-migraine medicine that gives me crazy dreams. And then I wake up Ooh. and go, why did I have that dream? Um, but yes, uh, speaking of patrons. <laughs> Thank you, patrons. You guys are amazing. Um, thank you for supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. We are coming up on the end of the month. It's already the 18th and next week is the 25th. So next week we will be chatting with our patrons again. And this includes everyone who is an upgraded patron. So there are five of you and we look we really look forward to doing this. I would love to have some conversations about some of the things you're doing in game or maybe these potential dlc updates and where we're going with that so join us on the discord and let us know well in fact why don't we why don't we have a out in the open conversation in the cyberpunk um channel the cyberpunk lorecast channel about potential ideas and other people can throw in their ideas as well We'd love your thoughts on what you'd like us to discuss. And if, of course, if you want to join us, you can sign up on patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Even our regular base tier pay what you want starts at only three bucks and you get ad free episodes. You get the extended versions of the episodes. This one will probably have us goofing around with our um, video setups at the beginning where we were using backgrounds and so bad making like pirates and Goku show up behind us, uh, which uh, is pretty funny in my estimation um but anyway thank you uh, again for all of our patrons you guys are absolutely amazing and you're what keeps us doing the show so thank you so much all right let's move on with mr blue eyes are you an avid player of the elder scrolls online and looking to take your game to that next level well the red diamond courier podcast is here to help i'm bob chichinsky and i'm dog bark 24 we are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We, we hope, hope you, you check, check us, us out. out. Thanks! Thanks. Yeah, real sus. I promise I'm not having romantic dreams of our patrons. I promise. I promise, chat. It's not you guys. I mean, if you want it to be you guys, that's fine, I guess. But it's it's not. Uh, yeah. So, Tom, you know, you, you, we were talking about the patrons and the conversation in the Discord. Did you happen to see the 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 jokes that came uh, from Kilo Tango from the the Cyberpunk uh, Reddit thread? Uh, it was oh, they were man. roasting cdpr i love yeah you know how oh yeah doing the, yes, the yes. numbers yeah I, yes. you know i debated bringing these up and covering them at the beginning of the episode <laughs> um i just some of it like it's funny but it's also sad so I, it is kind of a bummer i didn't want to bring it up and, and bum everyone out so if if you're interested in looking this stuff up they've been out on reddit they've been all over the places but cyberpunk uh, the cd pre Project Red has been putting out stuff there like, you know, 10 million people killed and like all those kinds of numbers like people do with video games because so many people have played the game and they've made these, you know, numbers show up because they've done lots of crazy stuff, which is cool. But then, of course, everyone's like, you know, like one person has been saved by the trauma team. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wah, wah, wah. you know, I, uh, I zero it's... bullets have been fired from a car in an open world game, <laughs> you know, like, wah, wah. yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it's an open criticism to the CM team. It's basically the the cyberpunk community is saying, "Look, it's great that this is what you guys think 
we want. It's not what we want. We want actual yes. news. Right. Right. And, and I think they the, know that like, but they, you know, they can't make those numbers better until they make updates to the game that allow people to do those things. So true. I think what they could do though, is they could actually start to showcase some of the community members and start looking for clips that are really cool from actual like people that are, are, you know, still playing the game, especially with, with it being the best selling game in June. Uh, there's still probably a few people that are playing on Twitch on PlayStation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if they, if they wanted to, they could easily go out, start reaching out to some of those streamers, start, you know, getting some good clips from them, showcasing their content, trying to build the community up, uh, Mm -hmm. instead of trying to boast about what's been going on. Um, if, if it were me, that's what I would shoot for. I would try to look for cool things that community members are doing as opposed to being like, Oh, the community as a whole has done all this. It's like, I don't, I did that. That's great. I don't, I don't remember how many people I've shot, but I'm, I'm apparently in that number of millions of people that have done millions of things. It's just, it, it was a weird, you know, we've joked about it. We've talked about it on the podcast. And and I think that this was a fair criticism for them, but yes. I just wanted to, it's a fair to criticism. talk. It is kind of a bummer though, but hopefully yeah. it won't be a bummer for, you know, forever. Um, but here, let's, let's jump into Mr. Blue Eyes. Cause I, I, this yeah. is a character that when, when I first played through the game, when I ran to him, I was like, this guy's awesome. We need to do an episode about him. And we've been talking kind of slowly about some of the stuff in the game. We did the whole discussion about the crucifixion quest line and we're, we're six months in. I feel like, I feel like we can just officially say like, okay, we can open the lid on spoilers. Do you feel like we're good with that? I mean, we've talked about some of the endings and things and I've just been a little bit hesitant about that because traditionally the show started out talking about a lot of the background stuff from the, you know, the tabletop games and all of that stuff. But we could start digging into more of the quests, more of the characters that show up in 2077. And, you know, we've done, like I said, we've talked about care. We've done a little bit of this stuff, but there's, uh, there's always been this thing in the back of my mind. That's like, how much of that should we do? Um, I feel oh, like totally. I feel like I'm ready to just say, OK, everything's on the table. We can just talk about everything. Um, and, and the weird thing about this is that, like the main storyline, I feel I don't feel that much about that. And like the main romances and things, because those are the things that most people will do. But it's like the side stuff that people are going back and discovering later on their extra playthroughs or on, you know, playing out the rest of the content. I feel like that stuff is the stuff I've been a little bit more careful about. But yeah. I don't know if I need to be. I guess I'm just throwing it out there to just say, like, this has been my thought process. I don't know if it's correct, but hey, why don't we just put everything out there at this point? Yeah, there's the there's River has uh, some quest lines that I don't think that we've I, I think we've talked about them a mm-hmm. little bit, but um, I, w- I would love to have like a psychological dive into the stress that comes with uh, some of the quests that he has, because his quest line is probably some of the scariest stuff that we've, that we get in cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I would love if we could uh, take an episode and kind of dive into the minutia that that's involved with that. Cause it feels, it feels like, uh, it feels like silence of the lambs at some Mm. points. And I'm just like, you know, that is, that is traumatizing. Uh, but it's hard to talk about unless we're willing to get deep into the whole quest line, which would spoil it for some people, but it's true. It's true. Well, I I feel like, why don't we do it? Let's do it. We'll just, we'll put spoilers at the beginning. We'll, you know, uh, and we've, I've had, we've had some comments, you know, people are like, Hey, I wish you guys did more of these lore episodes. And like I said, we've been, we've been careful with that. And I think, I mean, we're, you know, almost seven months past release. I think, I think it's time. I think it's time for us to kind of open this other stuff up. So if you've been waiting for more focus on lore stuff, especially while we're waiting for more content to drop, then that's what you'll be getting over the next few months. So, um, so join us because we're going to be covering that stuff. So let's talk about Mr. Blue Eyes. So according to the fandom.com, um, article on Mr. Blue Eyes, it says here through the tasks given to V by Elizabeth and Jefferson, Parallels. Uh, did I pronounce that correct, correctly? I think it's Parallels. Parallels. Um, it is possible to find that a certain shady organization has inserted itself into the life of the up-and-coming mayoral candidate. By the time some layers are peeled off, V will receive a direct hollow warning from an unknown caller stating that no matter what V tells to Jefferson, nothing will change. Hold on to that. 
and also warning them not to keep meddling in their affairs. The unknown caller will make it clear that they know about V's true nature and goals, referring to the engram problem. Mr. Blue Eyes will be present just across the meeting spot on a terrace of a building watching over the exchange. Mr. B surveyed V during the assault on the Arasaka Tower and sent his people during the chaos to steal equipment. Yes, I just said uh, the name that way. I'm dude. I'm not Hispanic in any way, and I didn't even take Spanish in school. <laughs> I took French. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm terrible at this stuff. Uh, so it goes on. It says in the ending in which Johnny Silverhand and Rogue, uh, M, how do you say her last name? Mendiars. Uh, Mendiars. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. Oh, you know what? I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, or uh, <laughs> well, we'll just Mendiaris? go on. Mendiars. Yeah, Diaris. I don't know. Um. Uh, or a solo V assaulted Arasaka Tower to reach Mikashi. V became Night City's most famous mercenary. During this time span, Mr. Blue Eyes contacted and hired V to steal a cache of data, which should contain the information of a client from one of the casinos located in the Crystal Palace, the most famous space station orbiting the Earth. Sometime after getting ready for the operation, V finally met the mysterious man in person at the afterlife. During the meeting, V made it clear that they had nothing else to lose, or this was a very dangerous option, operation, which no one had ever done before, but expected Mr. Blue Eyes would hold his side of the bargain, whom assured the Merc that he understood they were fighting for a chance for survival and would help them if they succeeded with the job. While V was in the shuttle approaching the Crystal Palace, Mr. Blue Eyes ordered his people to turn the station's sensors off in order for V to sneak inside. He also commented V that... If they managed to pull the heist off, they would gain more than they could ever imagine. So this is, uh, we talked about this at the beginning. He's a, he's a shady character who seems to have a lot of influence and a lot of power. Um, so people in the streets of Night City may have heard commenting on Mr. Blue Eyes' existence through random banter. The common assumption is that he is always there watching. Also, V tasked Victor Vector to find information about him or his people, but the Ripper Doc answered that he had already told V that no one knew anything about him. And this could mean he was from someplace high enough that nobody could even fathom to get intel, and that he is too much of a shady figure, given that Night City doesn't abide the nameless. So what do you think so far, Toasty? I I think Toasty. Toasty. I mean not Toasty. Oh, um gosh. Logan. Uh, toasty, I'm reading Toasty stuff while I talk. It just showed up in my brain. Um, I, I love this uh, character because it's the type of character that, you know, in, in cyberpunk, you would assume is out there. Um, we really don't know a whole lot about Mr. Blue Eyes. Uh, and, and it's it's weird that he shows up just randomly. Um, but the idea that everything that, that he's involved with uh, ties to pretty high level stuff, you know, like we're, we're not doing on the ground kind of weird stuff for him that involves gangs. It's like everything that he's mm -hmm. dealing with deals with like politics yeah, uh, or, or big, big targets. Like he, he wants you uh, and, and spoilers again, if you, if you're, if you haven't played through all of the different endings, or if you haven't at least looked into it, um, I'm going to be talking about one of the endings. So spoilers for that. Uh, doing that that Crystal Palace uh, ending where you you are being asked to go and uh, infiltrate a casino in space and that he's going to be uh, shutting down the security for that. It's like he's he's got a lot of power and is is only really getting involved as much as he needs to uh, to to make sure that things are continuing down the track. He's a better Dexter Deshaun at yeah. this point. Yeah. Well, he is he is our G man in Cyberpunk 2077. He is the man in black. He is the um you know the 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 guy who is out in there in in the shadows behind things pulling the strings doing all the all the shady stuff, right? He is the uh if this was Half-Life, he's actually called the G man, right? If like He's um, yeah, I never I never played that. I, I the early the only reference I can think of is uh, the Smoking Man, Smoking in Man and X, X Files. Yeah, all of these are are basically um, a concept of a character that actually came about from the Mothman uh, myth. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, what's his name? Uh, 
the name of the guy in the Mothman who's who was seen as a a uh, character in a suit, a, a tall, skinny man in a suit with a black suit and a black tie. And that persona comes up in other literature. And that's what we get with Mr. Blue Eyes. He's the, he's that guy, the mysterious suited Listen, guy behind the scenes. Wasn't it? It's the same premise that created the men in black mm-hmm. movies. Yep. I think. Yep, absolutely. Um, so I think uh, Forbes, again, Paul Tassie, thank you, Paul, uh, reported on this back in January. And I'm going to read some of that Forbes article. And Paul says here, Mr. Blue Eyes is a mysterious character glimpsed effectively twice in the game. First, you can see Mr. Blue Eyes during the finale of the <laughs> per- Perales. <laughs> yeah, pronounces quest line where you learn the political power couple is not only being spied on, but they are effectively being mind controlled. You go to meet Jefferson Perales in a park, and before you do, receive a threatening garbled phone call warning that whatever you tell him, it won't matter. Again, you don't. It's not going to make a difference. There's they have too much control, right? Players mm-hmm. have spotted Mr. Blue Eyes on a nearby terrace overlooking the conversation, and presumably he made the call. So again, like he's one of those characters that's in the background pulling the strings. Mr. Blue Eyes is not a player created nickname. It's literally how the game identifies him if you scan him. This quest ends abruptly with no resolution, no matter what you choose to tell Jefferson, and Johnny speculates that what we're dealing with here is not human, but a powerful rogue AI, the kind that may have breached the black wall put in place after the AI wars to keep them out. Holy moly. I like, okay, so pause, pause here, <laughs> because I think what we might be getting is foreshadowing for future DLC. I hope so. Like that's, that's the, cause I mean that, that quest line ends and it's so, it's, it's so unresolved. Like you really don't know what the heck is happening. It basically cuts you off and like anyone that you tried to contact for that quest line, you don't get a response after a while. Like, uh, the wife tells you not to get involved, uh, to let it go. Uh, the, the husband, um, just like com- completely wigs out and, and freaks out and it has a complete mental breakdown at that point. And, and you're just like, okay, well, I guess that's it. And any attempt to, to further that quest chain is completely just not there. Like there's no way to get yeah. any kind of resolution the way any of the other quest lines happen. I mean, you have a better you have a better ending to your story than anything that happens with them, but they're all connected. And it's like, like, uh, I love what Paul Tassie, uh, dug around and, and found out. Um, I definitely didn't notice this, but also, uh, Christopher Livingston over at PC gamer wrote a nice article that kind of pulls some of the same, uh, ideas as well. Um, in fact, I think, uh, I think he might've been the first one. No, he wasn't. He was, uh, a day after Tassie's, um, uh, uh, article that came out. Uh, so Paul, Paul gets credit for getting it first. Uh, and then, uh, Livingston, uh, wrote a nice article, but the thing that I wanted to, to bring up was, um, the, the idea of the AI, uh, like we've, we've been talking about how NetWatch has been, uh, trying to stop the voodoo boys because the voodoo boys have been trying to break through, uh, the, 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 the firewall that is protecting, the rogue AIs, uh, from, or, or the night city from the rogue AIs that are out in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's been this push and pull from them because they're, they're basically like, Hey, you know, the voodoo boys are screwing around with stuff that they, they have no clue how powerful it is. And meanwhile, you've got this, uh, person who is, who Johnny suspects is an AI. Cause he kind of sees the tells there that they're already in. And this yeah. guy is, is trying to pull some heavy strings with uh trying to brainwash these mayoral candidates it's like that is that is scary can you imagine if a rogue ai was able to gain control over someone who for all intents purposes seems like they are a pretty stand-up uh candidate for stuff you know this is very kind of white knight stuff if you think about like batman the dark knight uh you know this is he is harvey dent uh in this story and to find out that he's being brainwashed um, by this, this agency, because he doesn't want to work with any corporations. It's like, that's, that's trippy, but I, I'm going to leave it to you. But, um, yeah, like there's something going on with these rings that, that I'll, uh, that I think is insane. 
Yes, yes. So we'll, we'll get to some more of it. Um, it's it's kind of like a secret alien invasion in a way, but the aliens aren't yeah. from off world. They're from the. They're manifest. They're from the beyond the black wall, like the dark net. Like they are the 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 evolution of the AIs that were cut off from humanity now bleeding back into humanity. Um, I, I think that is a much more dangerous bad guy, like super villain than Arasaka. You know, like Arasaka is very powerful in our own world. These are these are these are gods compared to what Arasaka can do. You know, I just had a crazy thought too in the storyline. Oh, dogs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in the storyline where where um, we need help from. Uh, uh, oh, not rogue. Oh, my gosh. Brain. Who is the, the AI that we need help with? Um, Cunningham. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, God, anyway, Cunningham, um, she is trying to assimilate more engrams, uh, so that she can have more knowledge, I guess, or more control. I I'm very curious, like what is, what is her gain out of helping us break into Arasaka tower? And how does that relate to maybe having to deal with other AI beyond the black wall and, this being an indication of her trying to have more control over Arasaka because she sees the writing on the wall, which is is going on with this rogue AI that maybe Mr. Black Eyes is. Blue Eyes? Um, or Mr. Blue Eyes, sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, mm. Also, Arasaka's ability to, um, you know, with the, with the, um, the chip in order to... Oh, like, yeah. Like, is there the some relic. sort of... The relic. Is there some sort of like connection there. Like what if you could effectively insert an AI into humans that didn't, it wasn't just a brainwash. It was a replacement. Well, there's definitely a connection between Arasaka, the relic and Mr. Blue eyes. uh, Whenever you want to get into the, to to the ring thing. Let's, let's read through it a little bit more. And um, and we're, we only have so much more time because we've got the mass effect lore cast coming up after this. So, um, so uh, Tassie's article goes on and says, Gary, the street prophet who is modeled after co carnage, the streamer. um, He's the guy you see outside uh, Vic's place, I believe. Yeah. um, Rants about all manner of conspiracies, but in a seeming moment of clarity describes Mr. Blue eyes to a T with his suit and glowing blue eyes. In cyberpunk, characters get glowing eyes for two reasons, when they're transferring data to one another and when they're being remotely controlled like a doll. The idea is that a rogue AI is potentially simply using the man's body to do its work. Hmm? You only actually meet Mr. Blue Eyes once in the Blades of Glory, uh, Rogue and Johnny ending where he's the one who hires you to effectively uh, what effectively seems like a suicide mission. So we already talked about that. One more thing that players have noticed is a series of rings that a number of characters wear, all of whom are linked to this either directly or indirectly. Mr. Blue Eyes himself has one. Jefferson Perales has one. Gary the Prophet has one. That shard scientist guy you kidnap has one. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't he couldn't look up Hellman's name for some reason. I don't know why. Right. But I I like that. That shard scientist guy. Um, (laughs) The idea is that they're all current or former members of some sort of cabal pulling the strings behind the scenes. So what if Gary the prophet is a like, obviously, he's a little bit wacky, right? Yeah. What if he's a wacky guy who was in too deep and had something wipe his brain or mess with him as he was escaping? Right. So there might be something there. Um, the the clearest look at this conspiracy is during the Perales hard time with names mission where you realize whoever is behind this doesn't want to just influence the mayor, but literally control him like a puppet. Again, puppeting people from the inside out using A.I., I think this has two implications. Um, and, and I think that the, the idea is, is that they're trying to control who's in charge. But my, my idea uh, for what this storyline is uh, deals with AI and uh, AI versus relics. Um, Arasaka is investing in relic technology to be able to preserve a human's uh, soul or, or their ghost or, you know, their, their essence as a, as an actual engram on a relic so that you can live within another body. Whereas I think um, another company, uh, I don't know which one, but if I had to guess, I would say Militech 
is trying to learn how to use uh, AI as a way to control other people so that you don't have to, um, you can be invincible, you know, you can, you can be immortal and control more than just yourself or a new person through a relic that the relic is a, a, a kind of old fashioned. You don't need the relic. You just need to be an AI. And if you're a powerful enough AI, then you can control whoever you want. Right. Um, right. And I think that's why, like the discussion between the rings, uh, I think the rings is an indication of people who are trying to infiltrate Arasaka. I think Hellman being one of them who's worked on the technology behind crafting the relic uh, has a lot to do with how do you preserve um, a rogue AI's ability uh, to, to get a hold of someone. And if that someone can, can be controlled uh, via a relic, and I think Mr. Blue Eyes is actually an AI that is being controlled by someone. I think uh, Gary the Prophet is the one of like subject zero patient. Uh, yeah. They are, they were the first one who was tested. It didn't take. And they are now out on their own with nowhere to go talking about all the stuff that they were that they were privy to mm -hmm. uh, or that he was privy to that no one believes because it's so off the wall bonkers that it just sounds like craziness at this point so i think hellman's in on it uh which is probably why he has access to the orbital space station where v is taken to uh post one of the ending scenes um and that that is supposedly arasaka's but you know if he's there there's obviously some connection or control that relates to the relic uh, that I think would give him and Mr. Blue Eyes the opportunity to uh, be able to get access to information like the security details for the Crystal Palace. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, yeah, there's a lot there. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's good because I think this is one of the most interesting things that uh, and like I said, this, I think, from the stuff that I've seen has the most potential to break out into a uh you know more story content if we're not getting a continuation of the story of v or johnny which i don't think we are getting i think that story is done i think what we're getting is uh, the main character in cyberpunk is night city it's not johnny yeah. it's not v night city is the main character so what happens to night city after the events of arasaka doing their things and v dealing with that and then a mayoral, mayoral candidate who is co-opted by an AI and the other organizations inside the city doing other things. And it doesn't matter if we're V or not, because that story continues. Night City story continues with or without V or Johnny. What if a mayoral candidate gets elected and legalizes uh, the, the human aspect or the human nature of an AI so that AIs are now treated equally amongst humans and they bring down the black wall mm -hmm. and AIs mm -hmm. are now able to embody people and you have the opposite of the data crash. Yeah. It's a data flood. It's a yeah, the, the get, dam's broken. A, yeah. And you get this flood of new AIs and all these AIs have the opportunity to take control of dolls who are willing to give up their, you know, their agency for the sake of, you know, a certain amount of uh, protection or cash, or, you know, they, they have nowhere else to go. And these AIs can now have, uh, you know, full control over the body or hell, even a, a share time right. uh, or timeshare right. if they want uh, of these bodies um, to, to offer, you know, a, a way to bring in AI from the outside. What and if what can uh, just uh, this opens up so many ideas we're gonna have maybe we should continue this conversation in the next episode because i think you and i are gonna have lots of ideas about this uh and maybe yeah. this is something we should be discussing with our patrons next week um but what like imagine you were like there are times in your life where you wish you could just zone out and not be there like when you mm -hmm. have to go to work and you've got a boring job you know yeah like you have to do your job you have to earn money and you know you have to be at your job long enough in order to move into that next position in order to further your career or whatever goal that you currently have what if you could plug in an ai in your brain that did that for you what if that was some of your bargain what if you were like listen listen ai i will give you 10 hours of my day if you spend eight of it doing my job for me yeah and you get two extra hours do whatever you want and then you give me back control of myself after that and 
now I don't have to think about doing my job. The AI is just going to do, it becomes a rote thing. I just, you know, I show up, I do my job. Nobody knows it's not me because the AI is just moving my body. My consciousness goes somewhere else in my brain where it's either asleep or able to do something else. And then after the AI is done, I wake up and I go about like enjoying my afternoon and my evening or whatever. And then, you know, move on from there. Or what if you give your AI the time that you have sleeping? Like what if the part of your consciousness goes to sleep and your actual physical brain goes to sleep and the AI is running on a chip in your head and that wakes up at night and can do things using your body while still allowing your your brain to sleep? It would bring up a lot of a lot of questions about humanity and what is a soul. And, you know, we've, we've already seen hints of that with Arasaka uh, and, and him taking control of his son's body. Yeah. Uh, you know, voluntarily. Um, if it fits the themes, it fits the themes that yeah. were already started in the main game. Yeah, it, it definitely it would it would be a nice way to take a story that was all about V and expand it into a larger discussion uh, and then give players agency. Like, do you want to start off as an A.I.? Uh, or do you want to start off as an, a saved engram of what your V was mm-hmm. as a new game plus in a different body? And right. that's, you know, you're, you're legal. You're a legal engram. You are an AI of V, uh, but you get your own body and you get all of his uh, or hers or theirs uh, skills, talents, things like that. You know, all of those, all of those perks that you had from the, from the first time V actually went through it. But when you come back, you were coming back as the copy of V mm-hmm. and you get to play the game again, however you want as V's engram and yeah. Yeah. AI is just legalized and that's how they're trying to get into it. That could totally be a thing, you know, or you could even go the route of like, you're another person and you know, V is the engram in your head. Like Johnny was in V's head. Ooh, that'd be cool. Oh. You know, like that's an interesting idea. Like they've already started this concept of a, a main character who then sees somebody else that's plugged into their brain. What if, yeah. or what if you're a character that an AI has just plugged itself into your brain and it has a personality and now you're dealing with this AI that it's one step further from humanity. Johnny was a person who's now an AI in your head. What if it's yeah. an AI from the black wall that never was a person? And, and now you have that's to deal with how, it. that's how you make cyberpunk into a halo game. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, <laughs> all right. Well, like Hey, it. Hey guys, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> wrap this up because we've got the mass effect lore cast coming up next. Um, thank you for being here. I hope you, I would love to hear some of your thoughts on this because I think this is a really, really juicy bit of lore that could open up an entire universe of other things going on in cyberpunk 2077. We're going to have to wait to see, but this could be a lot of cool stuff. Um, what do you have going on, Logan? You got a uh, house kill hall doing and, and sea of thieves and all that stuff. Uh, Keelhaul's great. Um, there's a, a really cool community event that's starting up at the end of the month uh, that I had the uh, creator on this week's episode to talk about, to, to kind of showcase in case people want to see some competitive sailing uh, if, if they want that. And uh, we get to dive into, we, we spoke a little bit about uh, the Steam Deck, which got announced. So yeah. uh, if you wanted to hear some some thoughts about how, uh, how it could be fun to play Sea of Thieves portably, uh, without having to kill your phone. We talk about that as well too. So a bunch of cool stuff going on over at Keelhalt. Um, I, if anyone has any, any good information about how to get the, uh, the solo ending for cyberpunk, hit me up. If you've, if you've uh, done it and can confirm the, uh, the ways, cause I've, I got two save files that I'm working on right now and I can't get it with my main one. So I'd like to, uh, to see if I can guarantee, uh, that I get an opportunity to play through that. Cause I do want to experience it personally. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Um, yeah, that sounds fun. I need to jump back into Sea of Thieves. Uh, we've got, uh, like I said, the Mass Effect Lorecast coming up next. We've had the Witcher Lorecast on uh, Monday nights. That's tomorrow night. And the Xbox Game Pass show are now Monday nights. So if you want to come back and hang out with us. And I forgot to mention this in the middle of the show, but I am I really love, like to, we talked about a lot, a lot of Toasty's comments. Uh, Combat Vet Gaming in chat says, uh, that's what I said for my review of Cyberpunk 2077, that the city was the main character um, living uh living an epic is in here like we've got a number of people in in the live chat just kind of sharing their thoughts i love that stuff i i'm gonna set a a goal to hit we've got like 14 people in here right now 
I want to hit like 30 regular people hanging out with us during the live show. And uh, this kind of goes against some things because um, with things like ads running on the actual, you know, audio version of the show, I make more money if you guys actually listen to it there. But I don't care. I, I just want you guys showing up in chat so we can enjoy having this conversation together as we get through the episodes because I love I love seeing the live chat and your thoughts on things. So if you've ever considered joining us in the evenings for one of these episodes, I'd love to have you come by twitch.tv slash robots radio pop in share some thoughts check it out live on sunday nights that would be awesome logan and i love interacting with you guys so um that would be awesome yeah mk10 gamer says love being here yeah we really do appreciate it all right well i'm gonna head out we'll be back in 15 minutes with the mass effect lorecast captain logan you have a good rest of your night everyone else stay safe in night city we'll see you later Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, a smart podcast for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are Dragon Breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. Ever wanted to be a content creator, but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against, as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful, here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found.